This is Two Nerds in a Joke with Robert and Ernie. Body Hot Girl Voice. This is Two Nerds in a Joke with Robert and Ernie. I'm Ernie. And I'm Robert. As always. As always, yes. Hey, you so, didn't the dragon this time, so that's kind of nice. Back well, to- you know, I figured, you know, people probably are going to start asking us eventually what dragon means, so. Well, it could mean any many things, and not all of them good, unfortunately. Yeah, no, we already know how your last nickname <laughs> went. Yeah, know. that did not go well. No, that didn't go well. No, not at all. But <laughs> So, the reason why we're doing this again... Yes, today's episode is about... Today's episode, fun-filled, yes. fact-filled, yes. vein-ripping... Ooh, vein-ripping. That's kind of that's kind of an ugly image. <laughs> um, it's about toys. About all the toys. All the toys. Well, yeah. more specifically, my my toys. Just yours? Well, you could say something about your toys. Oh, thank you. Well, I was... I also want to talk, obviously, about the toys that, you know, maybe we didn't have, that we wanted. And oh, yeah. Because we both have girls in our lives. You have a daughter. I have a daughter. Girls' toys. What's going on there? Um, we watched, we both watched the uh, the toys that made us. Yes, which was a show, I believe, that was written directly for me. Because, like, the first yeah. few episodes, I'm like, yeah, I had those toys. Yeah, I yeah. had those, too. The only thing it deviated from me was a little bit on the G.I. Joe. I didn't actually have G.I. Joe's. Yeah, I had G.I. Joe's. Yeah, I have a lot of them, too. Well, to be fair, I had the Barbies, so, you know. Good her. for you. My mom we're not, we're not going to assign gender to toys. We're part of the new thing yeah. now. Yes, you're, you're a new man. New man. You're a modern man. Yeah. <laughs> so, so watching that show, it brought back a lot of memories. And, yeah. of course, it always brings up the... The same usual questions that I get from my parents. Oh, don't you remember all those toys that you gave away, you know, when you became a teenager? I'm like, yes, I remember. It was a decision (laughs) I made as a teenager to give away my toys, right? Yes, of course. Of course. And you regret it every day after that. Well, you know. Maybe maybe five years later. (laughs) Yeah, a a few years down the road, you know, you kind of think of me like, wow, I had a lot of cool stuff that I just gave away. Yeah. Yeah, no, same same here. Same thing happened here. Mine was of a slightly different scenario of, of how I lost them or got rid of them all, but same thing. I mean, I still miss my first toys and, you know, stuffed animal collections and all, you know, the hobbies and the collectibles and all the rest of it. I mean, you have so many different types of toys. Yeah. yeah it's not so, just all toys you play with either, you know, that's kind of part of it. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, me growing up as an only child and also my father being in the military, we moved around a lot. But one of the things that we made sure that I kept good, you know, everything together were my toys. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, I really didn't like beat them up. You know, they kind of lasted a long time, um, particularly, I don't know, maybe because back when I was a kid, they made it out of real metal instead of die cast. Maybe. And the plastic seemed to be stronger back then, too. I don't know. I think so. I think so. Cause I had, um, you know, what my, probably my two favorite ones. Um, one of them was like an 18 inch tall, like Darth Vader mm-hmm. and an 18 inch, like Boba Fett. Those, those were the two that I had, which was, which were really cool. Um, my X-Men collection figures were, were like my favorite. Okay. 
like I had the yellow Wolverine with the blue and and um I had the the the, the robot dom lions and tigers and stuff that the, the the other transformers not true transformers but the other transformer creatures and then I had um I had a a, a Lego castle which I actually found that castle on eBay and bought it nice yeah, I had the uh, the the back of the castle opened up. It came with like eight soldier, eight uh, soldier, like four soldiers and four horsemen and four uh, uh, arrowmen, bow and arrow dudes, archers. That's the word, archers. Uh, all Lego figures and the horses and the knights and the whole thing. I I have the castle again. I was that was like an a work real working drawbridge and percullis and stuff. That was like that I regot for myself and that was awesome. Yeah, the um, for me the the next one that kind of stands out for me, because uh, I moved to Spain in 1984 after spending seven years in Arizona. When I was in Arizona, however, I built up a pretty big Star Wars collection, oh, and a lot of my Star Wars figures that I was getting in Arizona at the time, because Toys R Us was still kind of new. Oh yeah, to, to Arizona at the time. Yeah. Well, so it was, was everywhere, wasn't it? I mean, that was an '80s thing. Yeah, it it, it and it, it kind of spread like in the early '80s to to the major cities, anyways. And I remember it. I don't think it was Toys R Us. I think it may have been Toys R Us. It was in Phoenix mm. that I went to, and I remember getting uh, one one thing, one Star Wars figure from there. But mm. I remember a majority of my Star Wars figures actually came from Kmart. Wow. And from and from Woolworths. Wow, Woolworths. That's going back a day. Yeah, Woolworths. Well, and um, funny they, too because that's starting to happen again now. Like you can't really get toys from a toy store in the same way you used to. You have to get them from like Target or you know something that's not really known for toys, but that's where you're going to find them now. Yeah, you know, take your aisles in Walmart. You know that's where you're going to go. You're going to go to Walmart and get your toys now. It's not really toy stores in the same way it used to be. No, no, I. And you know what? Maybe it's for the best. I don't know. Mm, maybe. It's hard to say because it's like, you know, it, it's one of those things. Oh, I, I found. So so one of the things also, another toy that I had growing up that also goes back a day was Raggedy Ann and Andy. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah, they actually made a movie about them. I remember the movie was kind of scary at some point, I think. Didn't they, like, get separated at one point? Yeah, I think so. They had they actually made two movies, according to what I'm reading here. Okay. Um, one in 77. That's probably the one I saw. And then there was another one in 83. I don't remember the one in 83. I remember the one in 77 because I remember those years being in Arizona because I remember my mom on Saturdays would take me over to the theater on the base mm. and they would have cartoons like um, Mickey and the Giant. Oh, you know, God. Yeah. Godzilla. Um, you know, things like that. And one of the Raggedy Ann and Andy, you know, the Charlie Brown movies. No, sure, sure. That's yeah. Cool. yeah. Um, Funny. But yeah, but being in Spain, however, the, the next toy that I got, it was weird because the way the shops were in Spain, it's kind of like you'll you'll walk down, uh, especially in Madrid. You'll just be walking around. You'll see like uh, restaurants, you know, uh, appliances, and then you'll see like an electronic store with toys in the window, right? Weird. And then the toys are like from everywhere. 
and a lot of them were for Japan. No, oh, that's cool. Yeah, so there were like a lot of the big robots, you know, uh, the the ones with the hands that shot off or the head that flew around as a helicopter. But mm-hmm. I saw this one. It was a race car. It was an indie race car, right? Okay. And I was like, wow, that's really cool looking. And then it was a red one next to it. It was a Lamborghini, a Lamborghini Countach. And I was like, well, that's pretty cool. And it changed into a robot. I didn't know it was a Transformer. And it didn't say Transformers on the box. Well, it, yeah, because if you watch that special on Netflix about the toys that made us, there's a there's a complicated history to the whole Transformer toys. Like it's all over the place. Yeah, apparently the Transformers that I was buying in Spain because they they didn't say Transformers on the box. They they right. basically it was like you know um, like uh, like something man or I can't remember it, but they gave it like really lame English names, and then it'll have the Japanese writing on it. Mm-hmm. But part of the appeal was trying to figure out how to change it from car to robot, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Well, I, I started collecting these things, and some of them had little tiny, um, um, like men that would go inside of, like, if it was a car, it would sit in the in the driver's seat. I mm-hmm. also had the Indy car; um, it had one that fit in there, and I also had a uh, what was it? Oh yeah, the the tape player. Um, the cassette deck. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. But none of them had like the little Autobot or Decepticon insignias. It didn't have any of that stuff. It really? Was, yeah. It was pure Japanese. And I didn't know anything about it until I saw the cartoon. There you go. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, that's what these things are. And then I just started collecting them. And then finally at the base that we were at in Spain, they started shipping actual Transformers. Ah, okay. When was the when was the Transformers first show? Do you think that was what nineties? No, 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 no. We're talking eighty four, eighty five. Okay. Yeah, I would say I would say closer to eighty five because okay. I was buying these things in eighty four, and this and this and there was this one store. It was an electronics store. Now, mm-hmm. mind you, you don't want to buy electronics over there in Europe because it's like different voltage and everything else, right? Right. Yeah. So. You would get your electronic stuff, but like these places had like really cool like toys. Sure, yeah, makes sense. And since it was in Spanish, you know, currency, the American dollar was strong back then, so this stuff was like really cheap to get. So my parents didn't like, you know, freak out about getting me like two or three of them at a time. Sure, no, yeah, makes sense. That's yeah. really cool. that's a that's a a cool collectible, cool cool toy to have. Which I'm sure you don't have any more of them, unfortunately. No, gave them all away, and when I saw that special, they were like. Yeah, you know, the Transformer line was made up of this toy line and this other toy line. And I was like, oh, man, I had those original ones. Yeah, you could be uh, sitting on a mint. I could have. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, like the cassette deck guy, I think I think his Transformer name was uh, Soundwave, which I thought was cool as hell. Mm-hmm. What was on the box that I got it, I think he was Cassette Deck Man. <laughs> which is so stupid. Yeah, it's so dumb, right? Yeah, that's really dumb. Wow. But yeah, and, and it's funny too because when I think about the, the collectability or the – I mean, again, it, it, like so it's, so it's interesting because you've been on these adventures with me where I go to these toy stores or these comic book shops and I'm looking for action figures and I'm looking for the old X-Men characters, but I don't want them in box, which they're so like, why would you not want them in box? It's like because I want to actually play with them. In their, if they're in box – 
somebody would want to collect them in box. And I don't want to take that away from those people who are collecting. I just want the loose ones, but I want the ones of things I know. And finding X-Men ones are near to impossible to find. And it's the same thing with a lot of the Transformer stuff. You can't find that stuff. I mean, you may get lucky and find one or two on eBay, but it's really impossible to find them. And they don't really make them the same way anymore. Like yeah. the actors now and the Transformers now are very different and not as good. I mean, I really don't think they're as good as all. Well, I remember the one that I wanted to get, and we did mention, you know, ones that we were trying to get. Mm-hmm. One of them was um, the gun, right? That was. Mm, that's in America awful. was Megatron, <laughs> right? But you know, in the Japanese version, it was metal. It was really heavy. Yeah, I got another one that I never that was sitting right next to it, and I forgot the reason why I got. Oh, the reason why I got the other one was that it was gray, okay, mm. and it actually had took batteries and it made a sound. It was a gun, right? Right. Yeah. But it transformed into a robot. But the robot looked weird, right? The sure. robot only had like a one eye. Mm. Um, it had like two like fins on the side, and it had and it had a gun on one of its for one of its arms, mm. and it and it also like would light up as well. And I was like, well, what a cool um, robot! So I did get the other one. Mm. You know, in hindsight, I should have gotten the other one for collectability purposes. But, but I got this one. All of them anyway, so it doesn't matter. But you know, yeah. So. <laughs> You know, next thing I know, I'm in the I'm in the um, I'm in the bookstore on the base, and they have comic books there, right? So once a month, they would get a new shipment of comic books and stuff like that. So that would be one of the things that we go to on our shopping visits, and I would get like two or three comics, and I saw one, and it was Marvel's Transformers, right? Mm. In the comic book, all right was the gun that I got. And apparently it was called Shockwave. Mm, very cool. Yeah, and Shockwave like overthrew Megatron in the story, which um and apparently like his backstory was he crashed landed on Earth and when everybody was dormant he was getting ready to like kill the Autobots until like the Ark woke up and made the uh Dinobots. Mm. And the Dinobots basically fought him until like he left you really you really kind of memorized the story huh yeah because it kind of stood out because i was like oh my gosh there's dinosaur robots too yeah and i had some of those those ones i actually had some of yeah and the and of course the japanese ones they were made a little different they didn't have the autobot decals on them but they were made out of metal they mm-hmm. were really heavy yeah they're really well made too yeah yeah the, there was a uh, i remember the the cool one to get was the was the pterodactyl Mm. See, I got the saber-toothed cat. Oh, you got the cat? There was a, I remember there was a Triceratops, uh, a and T-Rex. Also, they combined together too? I think later on they combined. The yeah. early ones didn't. Yeah, the, that's the one I had was the one that combined together to make a big, mine was a, was a cat, but it also was a foot. <laughs> now, I remember uh, being in Spain, there wasn't many, you know, Americans where I lived because we lived off base. But one of my friends, he was also into Transformers as well. Mm. And he and he got like basically we would swap, right? Which sure. was really weird. It'd be like, hey, you know, can I borrow your 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 uh your Grimlock, you know, for, for the night? I'll I'll trade you my, you know, Star Screen. And you know 
It, it was just so weird. I, I don't think kids do that anymore, do they? Swap toys? Not in the yeah. same way, no. I mean, the, the big thing now is, and it kind of goes back to that whole concept you've been, we've been talking about, which is collectability. Now toys come out specifically to collect them all. So you could have kids swapping toys in the sense of, well, I have this collection. Oh, I have this collection too. Do you have this one? Yeah, I have like three of them. Oh, could I have one of those and I'll give you one of these? Do you have this? I think it becomes more like baseball card training at that point where you get these random, because it's the big thing now. Like you can go into like a, a freaking Hot Topic or pretty much anything, but mostly Hot Topic has a lot of this. And there's just rows and rows of all these mystery toys. I mean, hell, people are doing it on YouTube as, as episodes of, ooh, let's see which one I got today. And, oh, yes. And, and those are... And that's kind of the downside of toys these days is they're now making toys just to be collectible. And nobody really understands what that term means anymore. It's so widespread that by putting the word collectible on them, you're literally making them worthless almost instantaneously. Well, I always said if it says collectible on it, means it's not really not collectible. Collect- yeah. It's the stuff that doesn't say it's collectible. Like the McDonald's toys. Never oh. says it's collectible. But you have those. A lot of them are worth a lot of money. Some of them well, are still worthless, but there's a lot that are worth money. Yeah, yeah. There's 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 a few that are worth some money that I'm kind of like, really? Somebody paid like a hundred bucks for that? Yeah. You know, but you, but you can't get it. There's yeah. nowhere to get it from. Yeah. That's that's why it's like it's difficult. Like um, there was a set. I don't know if you remember these. They had the um Christmas ornaments, Disney Christmas ornaments, for a while. And this is back in the 80s and 90s. And they had a Cinderella set, and they had Jack and Gus. Yeah. And they had little, little, you know, uh, hooks on uh, little rope hooks to put them on your tree. Yeah. And I, I had Jack, and my brother had Gus, and you can get, you can't, you can't find those. You know. I, I remember going back even further to quote unquote collectability was Burger King in the early '80s had Pac-Man glasses. Oh, good lord! And it was actual glass. Oh wow, that's and, and pe- crazy. And people had to people actually went and drove from Burger King to Burger King trying to find your whole set because you wanted to get all of them, right? Sure. And then I guess they that did just... that in a couple of places for a while too. Yeah, a couple they, of different and... kind of picked up. There was a Star Wars set at one point. Yes, yes. There I was, was uh, my Mickey parents Mouse have one. yeah. My parents have a complete set of Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi glasses from Burger King. Wow, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, and they, they have little, and they're and they're so cool because they're painted, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, they, and they're scenes from the movie, right? And then, yeah, and, yeah. And uh, I remember for the Empire Strikes Back, it will have a scene from the movie, and then when you spin around the back, it has like a character, and it'll yeah. say, you know, the Emperor is you know evil across the Empire, blah 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 blah. My parents have them like stored away someplace, but it's it's so great to to pull them out every now and then because I'm like so amazed that. This was legit glass. It wasn't like mm-hmm. now where it's like plastic. No, no. Remember the ALF ones? Yes, the ALF ones. Oh, my God. And they Those came with too. a working record. Remember that? Yes. You could play it on your like 45 and it came with like, a, I think it was like one song or something ridiculously silly. Yeah. But you, you had a real playable record and a, I mean, they were puppets, I think, if I remember correctly. But they were good sized toys. I mean, they didn't even fit. You were giving them with your meal. They weren't in the basket. They were separate. They were so big. Yeah. And it's like, this is crazy. I mean, I, it was awesome. I think, don't... I think the last time I saw anything, and this is going to be bad, 
I think the last time I saw anything that drew a real legit craze with kids and adults was uh, Batman and Robin. Mm. With the, McDonald's. You're talking the older ones, the Tim Burton one? No, no, the Michael Schumacher one, the one that didn't do so well. Oh, the, the nipple one. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that the movie that didn't do so well, but marketing for it, it was big, and it and yeah, it, it did well. That was the problem. It did well, but it was so bad. Yeah, it was. They what did they do for that? I can't remember what they what the promotional items were, but I thought I thought there were glasses for that too, weren't there? There were there was glasses. There mm. were toys. Mm. Like there was a, the new Batmobile, which right. I think actually had like lights and sounds. No, that's you weird. had you had that Mr. wasn't a bad Freeze. that wasn't a bad Batmobile for <laughs> no and, and uh, I think uh, Schumacher admitted he goes the problem with that movie was that Warner Brothers kept throwing uh, you know dem- uh, commands about we need to sell more toys this mm-hmm. this movie has to be about toys you know we have right to, so, so they had like the, colorfuls and light up and that which made the movie awful yeah you had the the Batwing. Remember, because that was another mm-hmm. toy you get the Batwing, the Batmobile, and there was the the one that could go on ice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They all var- var- all different variants. But I mean, that's a, that's a good transition because that was like that was like a big promotion. That was a movie that was built to m- make toys for the movie. But what people, what the marketing teams would do is they literally make movies about toys. I mean, this going on as you kind of said. It's gone since like the seventies, late seventies, really, when they started doing this. Yeah, um, one of the things, and I'll go back to Transformers. It was GoBots came out first, and they had a movie, and they had a movie. Now, mind you, the GoBots story and the Go were, was way better than the Transformer ones. It's just for whatever reason, Transformers like, I guess, outsold them because of, I guess, the size. Yeah, I think that was a big thing. The go, the go, the, the go bots were quite small. I think they were small, um, kind of kind of laughable at times. Some of the yeah. some of the transformations, like they didn't look good, like changing from vehicle. I mean, they had cool vehicles, mind you, but changing the robots. Trans- they yeah, but they didn't transform well. Yeah, they didn't transform well, or there wasn't much to transform. Like yeah. a lot of them was kind of like, you know, if it was a car. All you have to do is look on the bottom, and there's the body, and you just pull out the legs, and the arms kind of fold out of the side. All right, so what? Let, let, let's do a little mini quiz here because we're talking about toys and, and movies. What toy do you think has the most movies for it? I want to say Transformers. Transformers, according to this list, and this is just one list, so it could not, it may not be complete. But animated films for Transformers, there was three, four, five that were animated, and then a few more that were the live action ones as well. But the actual one that had the most movies total was Barbie. Barbie with over twenty-five movies to the point oh. where between twenty. 2017, so last year, and 2001, they literally had a movie, at least one movie, every single year. I have to tell you, man, I should have went with Barbie because 
my daughter made me watch a lot of those. <laughs> okay. And I'm the type that I, you know what? I don't ever say that's your stuff and this is my stuff and we go our separate right. ways. You know, usually I'm sitting with her and watching it with her. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so I've watched a lot of Barbie. Some of it is unwatchable for an adult. <laughs> it yeah, right. literally is a hard watch. And some of them, they're a little bit more modernized. Yeah. So you can kind of pay attention to it and not be overly like, oh, my gosh, when's this going to end? Yeah, right. But uh, but yeah, that's one of the big ones. My Little Ponies is another big one. Well, yeah, that one. Well, you know that one. My daughter at a from the ages of like two to about five. Mm-hmm. That's all she ever wanted to do was watch My Little Pony. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that, I guess. But it's the new ones. It's not the old ones that look yeah. like horses. Yeah, I don't know what the new ones look like. Those are crazy. Yeah, they have the big eyes. and Yeah, the weird shaped bodies. Yeah, and, and the thing is that the stories, it's kind of like Mork and Mindy. You know, it's like... <laughs> Mork and Mindy, yeah. oh God. Well, you know, you have Mork who basically is learning about, like, you know, Earth culture and relationships and stuff like that. And at the end of the episode... He basically like sums up what he's learned in lessons and stuff like that, right? Okay. Well, that's the same thing that this thing was doing. It's kind of nice. yeah. So like the purple winged one, you know, it's like basically saying today I learned about blah 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 blah. So I was like, <laughs> all right, well, so they're ripping off Mork and Mindy. Okay, I'm all right with that. It, and uh, another big one, which I so you have to tell me truthfully here. Did you have a Care Bear? I was given a Care Bear as a gift. Yes, I did. Which Care Bear did you have? I want to say it was the one with the with the cloud on it, the little blue cloud. Oh, you had you had Grumpy Bear. Okay, I had Grumpy Bear. Oh, that's or is it Sadness Bear? I think it's Grumpy or Sad. I can't remember anymore. But uh, the 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 Care Bear movies they had like ten of them. And the latest one was twenty thirteen. Trying to think, my I yeah. I think I remember that one because I remember watching that with 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 my daughter. And the first one or two weren't bad, actually. They, I don't know about. I think the, the first one was. I think the first one, I remember seeing it because you know when you're overseas and people send you video cassettes of like cartoons. Yeah. You, right. You you learn to like be like, all right, this is a girl cartoon, but you know what? What's the alternative? You know. Right. <laughs> So, well, the Care Bears, the first Care Bear movie was actually pretty dark. Um, yes, it was. I remember that. The, the little red kid. Yes. Yeah that that was pretty. That was and pretty I think, dark. And I think at one point, like all the Care Bears started crying or something like that. Like yeah, or something bad happened to one of them, and they were yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, we have to like hold hands and like wish them back to life or something. I was yeah. Like, one of the kids, actually, it, in the show, I think is what it happened to. Yeah. Is that what it was? Oh, yeah. man. I remember as a kid watching Yeah, it was that. pretty bad. Yeah, it was pretty dark. Yeah, because I, I know I wouldn't let my daughter watch it. I don't know why I'm like that, too, because I'm like, my parents let me watch this stuff. Yeah, you know, you're worse for kids. Well, it's a generational thing. You're, you're like, well, I'm going to be better about it than my parents were with me. I mean, they let me watch Bambi, Old Yeller. Oh, God. Um, you know, well, Fox fair, and the Hound. Didn't... Well, it took well that was yeah, but to be fair, they didn't know at the time that those were what's gonna happen. You know, you kind of there the 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 Dumbo the, Dumbo, yeah. And a lot of these and some of these, not a lot of these, but some of them are coming back again. I mean, uh, you know, 
Oh, God. Did you know there were Shopkin movies? No, I did not know this. Yeah, that's sad, right? Oh, gosh. You know how many of those I've purchased? Really? Yeah, well, um, my, my, my daughter is like what you said. Like, like she's they, they market to her because oh, it's yeah. all about the collectibles. She what? has to have a complete set. Yeah. Yeah, no, my daughter... My daughter gives up on toys very easily. She's very fickle about that kind of stuff. She has a toy here, a toy there. She kind of collects for a little bit. She was into miniatures for a while, but she really never stuck with anything long enough to really make a collectible set of any sort out of any of it. You know, it was kind of a, a hither and yon. My son has definitely stuck with one toy, like, for his whole, like, toy toy. He's solid and always will be um, into Legos. He's, that's, that's his thing. Yeah, Legos to me were more like uh, a distraction from the toys. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, it was kind of like because I remember getting them, and they were they were sets, but they weren't like cool sets yet. Like they didn't start getting mm-hmm. cool till about like the later part of the eighties when they started coming out with the Space Command. Mm. So you weren't into the 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 basic stuff. In that episode of of uh, the toys that made us was really interesting. I really enjoyed the history of the Lego. Yeah. Yeah, and how they didn't want to have gray bricks, so that way they don't make tanks with them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though I was making tanks, and planes. you'll make you'll make lame tanks, but you'll make those tanks, gosh darn it, gosh darn it all. I'll make those tanks. You can't stop me, man. I made I made jets with missiles on them and everything else, and then mm-hmm. I would I would sneak it in my backpack to bring it to school, and be like, "Hey guys, look what I made." You know, <laughs> well, that's really what it was about. It's really what you can make on your own. It beca- it's, it's become like a whole subculture of, of Legos is the building community and what you can make with it. And it's really a very creative toy, but it's not the figures, you know, like I had wooden blocks, you know, I would at, play with my action figures on the wooden blocks. And, you know, my son does that same type of thing, but with um, with the Legos themselves, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for, for for me, it was like trying to invent – so I would basically try to build my own A-wing or try to build an X-wing, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. out of my Legos. So I was making other things that already existed. And right. then, of course, now, you look at the sets now, and it's kind of like, wow, if you get – like, I think the Death Star is like mm-hmm. – it's what? It's four hundred dollars or something ridiculous like that. Oh yeah, that's yeah. You can get the you can get them the the one eighth or one twelfth or whatever heck it is of the Millennium Falcon. I think we saw it for five ninety nine or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And it, it comes with like twelve figures or something crazy. It, but you're really paying for those figures. It's not really so much the pieces anymore. It's the figures. Those Legos you can, you can't get away with those Lego figures. Like some of the, you can buy a you can buy a single figure for like five dollars. Right. And that's just the figure. The, you can buy sets for five dollars, but if you put a figure in it, yeah, it's the whole it's the whole licensing thing. I and I totally right. understand it. I totally yeah. understand it. But a lot of people man, have that toy. <laughs> let me tell you, if I could, like for me, it would be the Star Wars Lego sets, right? And mm-hmm. there is another side of me, so that people don't think I'm all about Star Wars. They do sell a Lego architecture set. Mm. Okay, which are like you know you have the Guggenheim, you'll have right. London Bridge. Those are pretty cool. Yeah, I've seen those. Yeah. yeah, those are nice, but those are like adult Legos, if you could call them that, because they're yeah. like they're like two hundred bucks. Yeah, and I don't, I don't, I, I guess maybe it's just me, but I don't really get the audience for those specifically. 
Like, like I get Full Millennium Falcon, and I get the, um, you know, some of some of the other pieces of that, but I really don't get the adult Lego toys. Yeah, these are definitely Those marketed to like. I mean, granted, I mean architects, you know, designers, stuff like that, or the occasional sure. like, lay person may, you know, they may love the Arc de Triomphe. Yeah, you know, they want the Lego version of it. But like right. you're gonna spend like 130 bucks for it. it. Literally, they're tiny. It's not like they're they take right. much space. Right. No, and that's that's kind of the the interesting part of it. I think is that it, it, it's like where what are you gonna do with it? Yeah. You you, gonna, know, you have it now. What? Yeah. I mean, it's like you know you're gonna display it. We know that, but it's like really. I mean, like, what else are you gonna do? Like the cool one, like. Falling water, that house in Pennsylvania that has the waterfall that goes that goes underneath it. Like yeah. what what are you gonna do with that? No, I have no idea. <laughs> Did you know that Mars Attacks? Remember that movie? Yes. Tim Burton. That was a yeah, but it was a tops production. Like the baseball card people. Oh, I didn't know that. No, I didn't know that either. Yeah. Something random there to throw a random fact at you. No, but yeah, it's it, it's kind of weird the the whole the whole the whole set of it, uh, of how they really kind of just throw some stuff out there and you're just kind of like well, who who is this for right and it's not just it is not just legos it's like a whole bunch of stuff well you know now i wanted to bring segue over to my daughter's sailor moon collection ah so the the other toys that i mean you kind of touched on japanese toys and anime but that's a whole other category you talk about that those are real collectibles yes Yes, the they real, are. Real, real collectibles. Yes. You know, they have. The, they come with stands. They have yep. like four or five different faces on them. You know, yeah. twelve hands. And that's really the future of toys, too. Is that kind of? They have it for Batman and Superman, and and you can get like Captain America. They have these, and they're the. They have different hand poses that you can attach and detach. Whole different type of toy now. Oh yeah, I um, I got I you know I end up on these mailing lists. So often, and I got a catalog from this company that made this one of a kind, like Boba Fett statue. Jesus, and, that's gotta be expensive, right? Oh yeah, and it, and it has the same thing, like the like you could change the hands, like to change his pose, and mm. like you could either have him like blasting off of a hill using his jetpack with like his little blaster guns in, in one hand, wow. or you could have him um, basically standing. And having his having his arm with the flamethrower coming out of it. Oh wow! <laughs> and it has like the it has like the plastic flames coming off of it, like the translucent. Right. Right. Yeah, it's insane. And it's like it's like four hundred ninety nine dollars for this thing. That is insane. And that's kind of the thing. It's like okay, and it's like okay, it's like the really cool lightsabers they have too, right? Oh you yeah. You get three hundred dollar lightsaber. It's like, but. It, is it really for people who are going to actually use it, or is it for people who have a lot of money who don't really play with their toys? They are the guys that you go to their house and it's like, look at my collection. It's like, but okay, but nobody ever uses them. They just sit in a case. What? I don't know that it's really counted as a toy. It's more just an art piece almost. Well, I, you know? I remember getting one as a gift for Christmas, and I just thought it was the most amazing gift because they – they really nailed it on the head. This was back, I want to say, 2005 is when I got mm. this. And it was the Darth Vader one. It's the red okay. one. And mm. it's, the one, it's the one from uh, 
it's the um, Empire Strikes Back re- uh, lightsaber. Edition. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. It has a little stand, and and remember, that's the one I wanted. You know, um, the guy to sign. Mm. Remember, I let you ha- hold on to it so that way you could sign it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I got that one, and they made, uh, they made a Luke Skywalker one from Return right. of the Jedi. They made the Obi Wan one from like A New Hope. They made the Yoda one. They kept making them, and then like I think the company either got bought out or they right. went under, and they stopped making them. Mm-hmm. And then they brought them back, but they're a little different now. They're not like the one I have. Um, they're a little bit more durable, so you're supposed to play with them. The one that right, have that's is more like for show. Right, and they're going more that direction with the lightsabers too. Like you, you can actually buy lightsabers that you can actually really fight with. Now the other group that are way more serious collectors, they get the hilts. Yeah, and they have all different style hilts. The ones that are replicas from the movie, or yep. the ones that you can make your own of, and yeah, yeah they, like they, they had the emperor. Thing. They had the emperor one, the Darth Sidious one. Mm-hmm. Um, they had Yoda, you know, the little tiny Yoda one. They had uh, Obi Wan, you know, they had them all. And you, and the idea was like you put them like as a display, right? Yeah. But they were like $299 each. Well, and then you have, you can add on to that because then you can buy the sound chips and the color changer chips and yeah. you can put them in and they make all different kinds of noises and so forth and so on. And it's, it's, it's crazy what you can do with it. And again, a lot of them you can still play with and do it. So it makes it a really awesome toy, but it, it's really expensive to do. And it's like, well, I want to use it. But what happens if it breaks? I've just out five hundred dollars, you know. Yeah, I just have the one. The only other one that I wanted was the uh, was was the Luke one, mm. the green well, one from Return of the Jedi. Well, they're supposed to do a whole bunch of new things um, with with lightsabers because in, in the um, Disney parks they are going to have lightsaber store. It's yeah. dedicated to just building lightsabers. So I don't know what those are going to end up looking or being like either. I'm, those thinking, like I'm thinking it's going to be like the Harry Potter ones. Yeah, you can kind of put them together yourself. My question, though, really becomes, are they the durable or are they the display or are they just kind of cheap and, chin- and chintzy kind of sabers? Where, what, what direction are they going to go with it? Because you got a couple directions to go there. And that kind of goes across for all toys. It's like you have the cheap, crappy. I mean, you go into a go back to your Burger King and McDonald's, you go get a toy from those places now, they fall apart with seconds. It's awful. Yeah, they're not designed for long-lasting. That's like short-term entertainment. Yeah, and then you go and get the collectibles that are two, $300 that are really made of good stuff. They got so many small parts and stuff, you're afraid to touch them. I mean, you display them. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then the, the actual kid toys have all become collectibles. So there's not really many, like, past the age of, like, five or six, those toys are still toys that are meant to be played with. After that kind of seven, eight, nine, and on, it's it's all I don't know. I feel it's all kind of junk, except for like a couple of here and there Legos and a few other things that are still out there. But it, it kind of gone, kind of gone really chintzy. I feel. Yeah, she. You know, my daughter's kind of got that taste also. Like her Lego sets are complete sets. Mm-hmm. The Lego friends, like the catamaran, right? Uh, you know, Mia's house. You Which know, is a very popular set too, the, the the Lego Friends. Oh yeah, yeah. She almost has like a full set. She, you know, because of the co-parenting that we have, she, you know, 
she has some sets there that she doesn't want to have here, so to speak. Right. Well, yeah, and that's a lot of things. That's the kind of thing that happens with me, too, is the kids have a lot of they don't have as many here as much because they're not here as often. Again, the co-parenting piece. And they have, you know, and there's toys that stay at each house. And what usually travels back and forth, if any, is mostly like stuffed animals. Yeah. Or books or, you know, simple stuff. Yeah. The, um, Which will never go out of style, stuffed animals. But it was, it was odd because she fell into the whole Japanese thing, the whole Sailor mm-hmm. Moon thing. So she has all the pretty moon guardians, right? Mm-hmm. The last one was... Uh, which you could be very happy collecting yourself, but you'll never admit it, you know. This is true because man, <laughs> let me tell you, they are really good like quality of detail. Mm-hmm. Like you put yeah, them on the stand not. and you can set them up and it would look like, you know, a scene from the from the cartoons. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, that that those types of things are cool. And I don't think they're made of uh cheap materials. So no. They're nice sturdy figures too. So you could actually like play with them. Yeah. Yeah, which, to a large extent. Which she does. A lot of them have like the small pieces. Like a couple of them have like, uh, like the little playing cards. Some of them have mm-hmm. like, uh, little notebooks and stuff like that. Right, um, right. Little accessory kits, which is a big thing with, and that kind of started with I think with Barbies too. Kind of started that whole thing, and it just kind of everybody started doing it. Yeah, and then uh, then now she started doing the whole. Uh, it's called Tokidoki. It's those weird mm-hmm. little creatures that they're like. You know, they're part unicorn, part Pegasus, part mermaid, you know. Yeah, it's that whole Japanese kawaii culture. Yes, the kawaii culture is huge. I mean, I watched a couple specials on Netflix about it, and it's insane what they have going on with that that, that whole culture. It's a, yeah. it's a movement, and it's, it is not for little kids only. They have like a dark cult part of that culture too yeah you, um, you see you see a lot of adults like dressing in that style yeah it's crazy it's cool but it's like really really random so there's a lot of fringe toys out there too yeah um that are kind of this part of the, of a subculture almost that people are like you know that, that's kind of weird guys but people are doing it well and of course the old standard for my daughter like when all else fails is hello kitty Really? Yeah. Which we that long running. That's a huge. T- I mean, you can get anything Hello Kitty. I mean, literally anything. Oh yeah, and she's very specific about it. Like it has to be like unique. It has to be like written in Japanese and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it can't be the standard Hello Kitty that you find anywhere here. Anywhere, right? Yeah, my daughter's into is collecting unicorns. That's her big thing: unicorns and rainbows. And I actually collect Goofy, um, the Disney Goofy character, and I collect. Anything I can get my hands on for it, but it has again to kind of go back to your point, has to be unique. It has to be something special. You know, I have boxes on my wall of pins that I've gotten from my times. I have a lot of the mini plushes. I have a wooden sculpted piece on my wall that's a unique piece that I believe I got from someone who actually made it. Um, so a lot of different pieces um, from, from from my collection are all that is the same kind of thing is unique and special and more difficult to find. And that's really the stuff that's collectible that doesn't say collectible on it right right i mean <laughs> coming full circle with that and the whole thing is it's so weird because like this is something that my daughter did on her own she's keeping all the boxes for all those sailor moons like they're right in, that's cool they're, tear them open or anything she like picked off the tape kind of made sure all wow. the tape was off pulled it out made sure there are no nice. pieces in the boxes pulled all the pieces out and everything and I'm like, wow, so this stuff, that's going to be collectible. Yeah, 
And that's definitely and that's definitely the kind of thing. And it and it's 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 and it really comes down to you know personal what you what you want to consider a collectible piece for yourself. But you definitely you know you want to look at the toy and see if it's really going to bring you a lot of pleasure and a lot of joy. You know, and that's really what it comes back down to for toys and playability. Because if you have a toy that you can look at but you can't really do anything with, is it then useful to you? You know, and is it really meaningful? And it takes all kinds and all types of play, I guess, if you want to put it that way. People don't really decide what toys work best for them. Yeah, like for me. But there's a lot out there. Like for me, if I could go back and get some of the toys that I had, it, oh God, it, yeah. it would be like, definitely it'd be my Boba Fett set. Like I had the tall one, I had the small two and a halves. I didn't have yeah. the really rare one that everyone goes gaga over because to me, I'm not spending $2,000 on yeah, on a toy. I, I, yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing it. If I, if that price would go down for that Ewok Village, and I could buy those Ewoks in the Ewok Village, that would be mine. I'd love that set. That was so cool. Yeah, I love the Ewok Village. It had a little net trap underneath, and all the little Ewoks, and um, and it was it was it was just a fun set to play with. I I'd still play with that today. I tell you what, that was a good set. I miss that. Yeah. See, and, and uh, I don't know. I. I guess they're still making toys like that. I'm not sure. Not to the same extent. Not that I've seen anyone. I mean, I was just at, you know, a big box store today and uh, I picked up a couple of little things for, for my daughter. Cause she's going to be with me tomorrow. Um, and I was looking and I was like, you know what? I really don't see anything here in the toy house that really like look like fun. Everything is like collect them all. Or like you said, the mystery <laughs> packs, you know, which one are yeah. you going to get he- next? You know, there's over 500 to collect. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. We should do We should do a video episode like that, buy a couple of those and open them up. I know people love those things. Oh, my gosh. But I wonder, <laughs> what, what would we get, though? Because I kind of like when the Suicide Squad movie came out, they had little blind bags. Yeah. And- yeah. Well, they, they have. That's why I said, um, I mean, not to brand, but. Hot Topic has like all of those old ones that nobody cares about, but they're all there still. Like they have the, uh, they have the scary ones from Suicide Squad. They have old Disney ones. They have Rick and Morty ones. They have like all these random stuff. It's like wow. So it's kind of crazy. Well, look at that. Yeah, definitely. Look- <laughs> so you guys need to like and love us and follow us. So when we do this crazy stuff coming in the future. You know when it's hitting, and you can come watch it fast. Oh man! Or you know, yeah. if you want to be a guest and like open up some with us, you know, to get some Ooh, that reactions, cool. that'd be cool too. Yes, that would be very cool. So think about that, guys. Definitely hit us a line. You can always reach us at uh, two new two nerds a joke at gmail dot com. Obviously, leave a comment on our Facebook, uh, I Apple Tunes, uh, Apple uh, Podcast, uh, wherever you get your podcast from, on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. All the all the spots, and we'll love to talk toys for. We can talk for another hour. It's already been almost one. And we're talking now. Yeah. Um. But you know, like us and love us on all of our stuff, and I, I think Ernie, we should give the shout out. What do you think? Sure. Yeah. So we were looking at some stats today, and I wanted just a little shout out. Uh, we got some fans out there across the country, so and across the world, uh, Belize and and just everywhere. And our big one what was the big one was Taiwan, right? Uh. Yeah. Yeah, it was one of the big ones in Vietnam. I mean, Vietnam, hey, yeah. thank you guys for listening. Uh, in Thailand and just like everywhere. So thank you guys so much. Yeah. For, yeah, the Philippines, wherever you guys are listening, we really appreciate the, the love and support. And drop us a line and let us know what you think and what other topics you'd like to hear. We are always uh, 
looking forward to hear from our uh, lovely audience, if you will. So if you would so kindly, Ernie, take us out as gentle as the night. Peace out. Peace out, everybody. Have a great night. Talk to you again soon. And that's another episode of Two Nerds and a Joke. Follow Robert and Ernie on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and subscribe to their YouTube channel.